heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Well, by this time, we all know the story. It's the story of a virus, not just any virus now, but a virus that would wreak havoc onto the United States and the world at large. SARS-CoV-2, it became known as, was the virus that made its way from China at the very end of 2019, just as the world was preparing for what was supposed to be an extraordinary year, you remember, 2020, right? We were all supposed to, great things were gonna happen in that 20, we were looking forward to 2020. Uh, Little did we know that this virus would wreak the havoc it did and uh, put the world in a lockdown mode, a pandemic to the likes that historically we've never, ever seen. We never even came close to this. The closest would have been what the world seen back in 1917, 1918, but surely that was before our time. You know, there's been a lot said about this virus, but there's also been quite a bit that has not been said. And I, and I wonder sometimes, we live sort of in this environment where it's a bit pretentious, where we're walking around on eggshells, kind of, where, you know, people even in authority and position, I get the sense anyways, I get the sense that they know what happened here. They know where it came from. They know what the origins were. They know the danger, but yet they held that close to themselves and were not willing to share it with the world. And then you have to ask why that is, right? Why is that? I mean, there are a lot of questions that come from this virus very much so. And and this is a historical moment in time for our nation, uh, for the world, for sure. Well, today on The Voice of a Nation, I want to drill down and get to uh, what we have been reporting here at America Out Loud for some time, that this was not any uh, casual accident, uh, and it wasn't from the seafood market, it wasn't from the bat, it wasn't from any of those things. What we have been reporting here, that it was a bioweapon, so biological weapon put onto the world. Now, there are a lot of questions from that standpoint, but let me bring on now to the program here, and I'm very pleased to have on here, Dr. Li Meng Yen is here, and uh, Dr. Yen is a Chinese virologist and what has become known as a whistleblower. Uh, she has uh, come right out and accused China and Beijing of this cover-up and believes very much that China knew about the virus well before it claimed it did, but it gets a little more soupy even from there. Dr. Yen, welcome to The Voice of the Nation. Thank you, Malcolm. Thank you for having me. It is a privilege to have you here with us. And, you know, thank you for your bravery. Uh, And, you know, has anybody called you a hero yet? Uh, Yes. Actually, uh, there are many, and I feel very uh, appreciate of their encouragement. Yeah. 
you probably feel humble with that, I'm sure, but you, you are a hero in many ways when you look at the story of what has taken place. And it is most interesting, Dr. Yang, what has happened here. But the risks that you took, you're kind of in many ways one in a million or many, many million who would have taken the risk and the chance of what had happened here. I want to bring it back to, let's tell folks, first of all, that you really were working in Hong Kong. Tell folks about your background there. Well, let's, let's do this. What was your life like back just before this happened in Hong Kong? What, what was life like there? Okay, actually, before the outbreak happened, uh, back to 2019, even early 2020, I was a postdoc fellow in the University of Hong Kong in the School of Public Health, WHO Reference Lab, working with a bunch of WHO and top scientists in the world for emerging disease. I study virus, I study the vaccine, I have my vaccine pattern on pending, and also I have my family in China. Everything goes well, and I focus on my work. After graduated as a medical doctor and get my PhD degree from China, I went to Hong Kong and pursued my research career there for over, se uh, over seven to eight years. Now, Dr. Yan, you're, you're married. Did you have children? No, I don't have children. Okay. All right. You, you were married at the time. You're, you're there working. And the lab, again, you were working in. Uh, people, it's important uh, folks to understand that this was a lab that was under the jurisdiction of the World Health Organization. Yes? Yes. I work with my husband there together. And our supervisors are all the top coronavirus experts and also uh, biologists in the world. So... Uh, my husband actually, uh, before the outbreak happened, we worked very well. We had a very good life there. But then after outbreak happened, and since I reviewed all the things until April of the, uh, 2020, uh, it's very sad that my husband realized that and he chose to stay with the Chinese Communist Party and try to help them to uh, silence me. Right. Have you heard from your husband in the past year? About what? About, I mean, do you, are you in communication with him about anything? Oh, I actually don't have direct connection with both my family and my husband since my first appearance on Fox News. So, yes, there are some kind of Chinese agent or cyber military people try to tell a lot of rumors online or try to imply me something, but I won't be affected by those things. Right. Your family and friends back in Hong Kong, your husband, other friends, associates, do you know, and I just want to ask you right out, do you know if any of these people have been harmed? And for example, my family and many of my friends are quickly questioned by the policemen and also the national security uh, people in the China government immediately after I escaped from Hong Kong. And uh, some of my friends, they choose to help China government to arrest me or bring me back to China. And uh, unfortunately, my husband is one of those people who help China government to do these things. And the other people who don't want to do this 
they gather straight and my family definitely in mainland under the a very strict surveillance and the control by China government. Once you left Hong Kong and you came, it was the end of April 2020, yes? Yes. Yes. What would have, if, if you were back into the hands of China, whether it was from associates, your husband, whoever, and if you had not escaped at that point and were back into the hands of China, what would have happened to you? So first, if I didn't leave Hong Kong at that time, I can never speak out the things uh, by myself in public about this. And you know, uh, the nature origin theory was the top thing in the world and also uh, supported by the majority of the scientific field. And so that means the world won't know this truth because there are already dominant misinformation from Chinese Communist Party. And for me, since I already have reviewed these things for three months through the Chinese YouTuber and China government know that, so I would definitely be disappeared. That means both silence me in the uh, media or physically, also they will remove all these things about me. No one even could remember me after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would uh, scrub you from the from the planet is what you're speaking about, and which they kind of did with your media accounts, your relationship with the lab, and your social media and all that has sort of already been scrubbed, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so if, for example, the uh, after the I escaped from you uh, from sorry from Hong Kong. At the end of April, uh, the University of Hong Kong immediately shut down my email portal. Also, at that time, I still in my annual leave. So they should not have done that at all. And also, China government removed my interview about the, uh, my opinions of COVID vaccine online. They replaced my name. And also later, they spread quite a lot of rumor, including telling people I came to U.S. for green card, or I'm nothing, just a hamster keeper. I seen a video when you came here that um, where you were uh, held with authorities. Was it Los Angeles? The first step of my uh, flight in U.S. was Los Angeles airport. And then after eight hours, uh, I went to New York. Okay. And the authorities, how they, you were questioned in LA, I believe. Is that correct? Oh, yes. Because uh, for some reason, the custom officers, they are waiting for me. And uh, I tell them what uh, the reason I came here. I told them I'm the whistleblower and I'm the first one and maybe the only witness at this time to tell people what happened in the pandemic. So they seriously check my phone and also check my luggage, but that's kind of friendly to me. And later FBI, uh, even Homeland get involved. So after several hours talking with them, uh, finally uh, they not only let me go, they asked whether I need protection and protect me to the next flight. Did they keep your phone? Uh, yes, the FBI said they need to uh, do a copy of my uh, phone and then they want to make sure the authorities of the phone. So I leave it there and two days later, the FBI agent fly from Los Angeles to New York, return my phone. They did return it. Okay. Uh, yes. 
through that whole experience, did you ever feel threatened? Uh, from China, yes. From Chinese friends, exactly. But not from uh, FBI or custom or homeland. That's what I I'm asking. Okay. All right. So you did not. All right. Uh, let me ask you one other thing. How do you know how possibly they knew that you were arriving in LA? Why did they pull you aside and ask you that? Do you have any idea of how they knew? Uh, I'm not quite sure at that time. Initially, I thought it's because I'm the virologist. And you know, when we apply the visa as virologist, uh, we always need to be double checked by the uh, US Embassy from Hong Kong. But later, I get some uh, feedback via uh, some uh, lawyer from Hazard from FBI. Uh, it seems that China government managed to contact one of the uh, policemen in Los Angeles who was kind of my friend's husband. And at that time, I was on the flight. And then they asked that policeman to uh, file some case about me that I'm the missing person or maybe I'm kidnapped. Somehow, they, their idea is to make me stop in the custom and later they want to try to bring me back to China. So now you're here. Before we bring it to present day, I want to now go back to the origins of, which is the biggest part of this story, actually, Dr. Lin, it, which is back when you discovered this, really the virus and what you had discovered, actually, because the reports were clearly trying to be put out all over the world. And China, through the World Health Organization and others, were suggesting this was the seafood market. It was an accident, potential bat. There was soup. We 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 reported on all this back when this was happening in real time. Uh, I was getting a lot of information in here as well that this was a bio weapon, but the world wasn't buying it at that point. You were still back in Hong Kong at that point when this was happening at the end end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Bring us back to that point. What was going on in the lab? How did you come across all of this? What, what was the knowledge and uh, what was happening around you right then? Okay, this is a very long story. Let me try to briefly introduce to the audience that because I got my medical doctor degree and later the PhD degree in two different top medicine university in China. So I have my very unique but big network among the Chinese hospitals and also labs, even like CDCs, and both of the uh, involved, all of them involve both civilian and the mili uh, military connections. So I have my, for, uh, my unique way to get the firsthand information and the intelligence about the outbreak. So back to the uh, end of 2019, the last day of that year, because the, uh, there is already news talking about the new pneumonia happened in Wuhan, which is suspiciously, uh, suspiciously uh, connected to the new coronavirus. And my supervisor, Professor Liu Pong, he told me that in secret, uh, there is no way for the Hong Kong experts or WHO experts to know more about this outbreak because China doesn't give any information, but they do concerns about this, out, uh, this pneumonia. 
So he wanted me to conduct the secret investigation to let them know what happened. Then I turned to my network and very quickly, I identified many things and feedback to him. So from that time until middle January, I was put into this investigation twice for several days. And my feedback to the WHO and those experts, including that before end of December, there were already human to human transmission, uh, transmission confirmed by China, but they don't want people to know. And there is big scale of the cover up. The outbreak is much worse than everyone thought than China government claimed. And also later I identify that there is no animal host in that seafood market. And that seafood market is just a pointed place for China government to cover up the origin of the virus. But all this information went to WHO experts become silent. So they don't want to tell it to public. And also they warn me to be careful, don't cross the red line, if not, I will be disappeared. That's why later when I, I further identified this virus come from the military and it was modified based on China military discovered and uniquely owned bad coronavirus. I choose to release this virus by myself via YouTube instead of uh, telling these people. I want to warn the world. Right. So you knew the bat, you knew the virus was a weapon from the military, you say? Uh, this, let me be more uh, specific. This virus has going through a series of the functions gained mm -hmm. to target humans, right. to harm humans. And then it works like bioweapons. And also it do harm people like bioweapons. Furthermore, if you understand how this virus is designed uh, in this military, and also you see how it affected the world, then you would understand my definition in the second Yin report that this is an unrestricted bioweapon, mm -hmm. which is later verified by the China military textbook in 2015. Mm -hmm. So actually, they also want make such new bioweapon, which is out of limitation. And also uh, they have different features from the traditional bioweapon, but can make more damage than traditional bioweapon. So this information you're given right now, uh, correct me on this, but I am sure, uh, I'm very positive in fact, this has been verified already, not just from you, but from other sources. It has now been verified that this was definitely put to harm humans. Uh, this was no accident. It, that's been multiple verified from multiple sources, correct? This is definitely not accident. I have been working in the BSL-3 level, uh, biosafety lab, and I know how the life virus were handled in there and how the mature protocol established in the lab to control this kind of accident. Right. And I have verified the evidence who are sufficient uh, to point to the uh, you know, accident, but all this kind of evidence has flaws, has weakness. Instead, 
So uh, there is other evidence, although mainstream media won't talk, but it's point to the ex, uh, intentional release. And also it match all the other actions you see from China government after the outbreak. When you discovered this in the lab, when you discovered what you're speaking about right now, what was your reaction to yourself? What, what did you, at that moment when it was very clear to you, and I mean, I can see you as a scientist, uh, it, you know, at the moment doing this, what comes to your mind right then? What do you say to yourself? Oh, actually, I was shaking, to be honest. Mm. Uh, from the uh, 16th January night in Hong Kong, when I read this article about the backbone of this virus, which was published on 2000, early 2018 by military, I realized that this is the backbone and I need to double confirm it through different ways. That's why the next morning I went to the lab and using the different like the comparison or other way to confirm that this is based on the virus and after modification becomes SARS-CoV-2. It spent me the whole morning. I uh, compared the things from the whole virus to different segments of the virus. And finally, I'm sure that this virus disobeys the nature evolution theory. And all together with the intelligence and expertise I know and how I know China government, I'm sure this is the thing come out from military and other labs, which finally become this kind of unrestricted bioweapon. I take like uh, half an hour to think about the next step because I cannot trust the WHO expert. And I know I found it, China government will try their best if they know I want to deliver it out. Yes, it was terrible at that time, but I also know this virus, it already come out. It's already covered up by China and lead to the outbreak in Wuhan. I remember my friend, the doctor's voice, a shaking voice, and she's so sad that government won't silence the doctor to cover up the outbreak, but they are scared of the virus. So I, I have to make decision. Yes, it was tough, but a quick decision. And that later I turned to uh, contact the Chinese YouTuber via his Twitter. And I tried to deliver a message to see whether he would reply me. And it's likely later after several hours, we had the first contact. Before that time, were there not, there, there were other doctors and other professionals uh, in China who had already, who had, who knew about this before you even discovered it. And didn't they disappear as well? Weren't, aren't they missing now? So this is two, uh, actually including two parts. The first is there are doctors, they know new coronavirus happened in Wuhan, caused the new pneumonia. People yeah. should be careful, including the pathway doctor Wen Liang Li, and also uh, the disappeared doctor iPhone. Uh, we don't know whether she still work well in the hospital or she is actually under the very strict control by China government. Although I think the latter one is more possible in China. Mm -hmm. There are, and they are punished. But there is no one 
ever identified except for the people who made it that this virus actually from the military uh, coronavirus. They named it as CC45 and ZXC21. So I'm the first one identified and decide to reveal it to the world. So at that time, image that you just warn people about the pneumonia, you get a nationwide uh, punishment. So I know the moment when I deliver the message out about the bioweapons fact and intentionally released, uh, China can despair me at any moment. The fear that went through you had to be absolutely incredible knowing everything you knew and knowing, as you just said, how China would handle this. And you're right, those other people hadn't even discovered yet what you discovered, and already people were paying the price, correct? Exactly, and if you go through to see what happened in Hong Kong from mm -hmm. mid-2019, that is a Hong Kong protest. People just want the basic freedom and democracy in Hong Kong as before. And then they were silenced and despaired. Every day, the young people is caught as committed suicide naked in the sea or from the building. The government actually worked with the central government in Beijing, tried their best to suppress freedom. Okay. That is totally terrible. Yeah. Remind us again, the date specifically when that moment happened that you discovered what you had, what, what was the date? Uh, the date is Hong Kong time when I confirm it is on 17th January. And the same day after I start to contact Mr. Luda via YouTube, uh, via Twitter, and at that evening, uh, he and I first uh, talked to each other. And then I spent two days he is a layman, so I have to convince him and explain to him. Uh, he used his common sense and logics to understand why this virus is from military and why it's intentionally released and how important this is. And then on 19th January, uh, he takes the big risk also deliver my message out to the world and immediately make the central government in China quickly respond to that. And China has to change their strategies in this biotech. Now, it was January 9th that the World Health Organization put out a statement I've seen from their site that said, uh, and I quote, according to Chinese authorities, the virus in question can cause severe illness in some patients and does not, N-O-T, not, transmit readily between people. So the theory coming out of this, and I remember this because we did report on this, that it did not, there was a lot of misinformation and that this was not readily transferable between people and people. And a lot of this news was sporadic. And actually some of the reports started in December coming out from China about this weird virus and things that were happening. So the WHO put that tweet out, uh, they actually put a, a, the message out and then they put a tweet out as well, rather, that uh, confirmed that uh, point that I just say. What, what was your take on that with the fact that the World Health Organization was saying this? Did they really believe that or did they know otherwise? Oh, trust me, I have been working with those WHO experts 
Actually, my husband also is one of the WHO experts in coronavirus and uh, influenza team. So I know how those spokesmen in WHO talk about. I know how close WHO uh, with China. There are a lot of corruptions happen between them and China. And I know how WHO or the top scientists are controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. So from the beginning, like end of December, I still think maybe WHO would tell people what happened in China. But later when I see their announcements and their silence and their helping China, I feel very disappointed. So that's why later when I realized it's from the military and it is intentionally released, I know definitely I cannot trust the WHO or these scientists to deliver the uh, message out. I have to deliver it all by myself to at least make sure, I try my best to make sure people can hear it. It's uh, an incredible story. Um, uh, let me tell listeners now, we are speaking to Dr. Li Meng Yen, who's a uh, Chinese virologist, whistleblower. Uh, you may have heard the name out there. Um, she, her story is well-documented uh, over the past year. So we know then you've confirmed the biological weapon. You, you've looked at, at this thing. You, you knew what it was. You knew this came from more of the military on the virology lab there in Wuhan. There's a lot of evidence about how they closed Wuhan down. In fact, they locked Wuhan down on January 23rd. Um, now, this became, and yet they let people flood the world. So here's, I think, the quandary that people are still trying to figure out that I'd like to talk to you about, the timing. Why now? that China would unleash this on the world. So the reason this gets a little tricky, you know, yeah. some people are still saying, well, okay, maybe they were doing a biological weapon, okay, and yes, it will kill humans, okay, but it was an accidental release. So I, that's been said, and there are still people talking about that, about what was it an accidental release for real, or was this an intentional release for other nefarious reasons. So there's that question. And the next question is, how exactly did Fauci, Anthony Fauci, Dr. Fauci fit into this story is another one because there's again documented the money he gave to the Wuhan lab. And that's very controversial yes. back here at home. So think about that as well. We'll pick both of those up and and let me remind listeners again, we are speaking to Dr. Li Meng Yen here uh, on The Voice of a Nation. The thing I want to leave you with as we pause here a moment, and we'll be back with Dr. Li Meng Yen in just a moment is, you know, we don't really know how many more dangers there are coming from China. And I do want to talk to Dr. Yen about that, you know, future viruses, future problems, future biological weapons that are unleashed onto the world. I think the question you have to ask yourself, people, is this a new world order we're going to be living with and experiencing with, or is it now just another hundred years before we see the next one? And you know what I mean by that. Or is it another, you know, hundred days or something? I mean, we really don't know. And I wonder what the dangers are really with that. But but here's the point I want to give to you. One of our national sponsors on the platform here, you hear me talk about all the time, Healthy Cell. And I want to mention to you right now, you hear that because 
they have what's called an immune super boost. It's an important product because it, if it, and Dr. Yen knows this as well as any doctor knows that if your immune system is super healthy and you've got a good lifestyle, the chances of you to fight any virus or any flu or anything is far better or greater with a healthy immune system than an immune system that has been compromised, you see? So it's important that we all take care of our immune systems is my message. And the new product from Healthy Cell is called Immune Super Boost. So I encourage you all to go to healthycell.com forward slash out loud. And our listeners get 20% off any of the products there. And there you'll see all the products there if you go look or just click the banner ad back at americaoutloud.com. But I think this is an important time to talk about that because listen, uh, you know, lifestyle, uh, healthy immune system is very important. And we're talking about viruses and we don't know how many more viruses there are coming down. So I don't think we can take anything for granted as my message. I recommend Healthy Cell, I take it myself. I recommend it to you out there as well, my fellow Americans. We're gonna pause here a moment. We'll be back with Dr. Li Meng Yen. You're listening to The Voice of a Nation. Listen to Malcolm, The Voice of a Nation on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. Because of COVID-19, the average American worries about their immune health four times a day. That's 112 times per year. To minimize the worries, leading nutritional supplement company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost, an immune supplement that contains 15 full doses of science-backed nutrients like vitamin C, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea, all in a one-a-day pill-free gel pack. It tastes great, is convenient on the go, and it's more natural too, without chemical binders, fillers, and coatings. Supporting a strong and resilient immune system can be simple. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of Immune Super Boost. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Now, never before in our history have we witnessed the level of hatred that is now being waged against our law enforcement. While anarchist groups create havoc and overwhelm our first responders, these same groups and their corporate supporters are calling for the police forces to be shrunk and defunded. What can you and I do to make a difference? How can we stand up for what is right and to show our support? That's what I'm going to tell you about this incredible new platform. It's called ShopToTheRight.com. And it's a new shopping platform that will help you find businesses that align with your values. They feature products made in America. They support veteran-owned businesses as well as our law enforcement community. This is a time when we need to stick together. We need to shop together and we need to support each other. It's time for you and I to make some noise and stand up to protect our country. And one easy way to do that is to shop and give our money to companies that don't seek to destroy our way of life. So join the fight for liberty. ShopToTheRight.com. Support those American businesses that support law enforcement and veterans. (music) 
AmericaOutloud.com is the alternative from the agenda-driven globalist. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. On-demand podcast or real-time talk radio with our streaming apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. The silent majority has spoken. We say, let the silent voices be heard. You can be the voice of change. Contact our producer at libertyatamericaoutloud.com. Libertyatamericaoutloud.com. Dr. Yen, I, I ask the most difficult question I want to ask you, and I think it's the most important one. We already know you've stated about this, the biological weapon, the Chinese military, the involvement, uh, the origins of this and what the intentions were. Now, there are still a lot of officials and a lot of uh, people that are suggesting that, okay, that could still be true, but it was an accident. China didn't mean any harm. And I want to ask you right out because I think it's important to understand in your heart, in your soul, how do you feel about that? Do you feel that this was purely an accident of some sorts? Or was there another goal that China had to unleash this? On the, was it unleashed on the world in a more accidental way? Or is this an intent to do harm, please? Okay, actually, this is a little bit complicated, but for me, this logic is quite clear because I have evidence and also have knowledge about China government. So let's go back to say China government has developed the strategy about the novel bioweapon, which I defined as unrestricted bioweapon back to at least five years ago. That's why in 2015, the bioweapon expert China uh, General uh, De Zhongxu has written the bioweapon uh, bio, uh, textbook. In that book, they actually first uh, define this kind of bioweapon, which should be looks like from nature. And uh, when people recognize it's not from nature, then they can deny or use lies, use misinformation, to waste people's time and confuse them. And also, this doesn't need to be high death rate, but because it's more hidden, so this virus can lead to the large damage in enemy's area, including the uh, economic breakdown and social, uh, uh, social disorder, and finally ruin their civilization. And to make this happen, they want to uh, um, optimize the bioweapon. Uh, so to reach this, uh, uh, this idea, they also talk that it's better to do the test in the real environment, totally like the uh, enemy's area, they call it targeting area. So according to this, when they have this SARS-CoV-2 virus from the lab, they need to do the real environment test. That's why I said it's not accident in the lab. 
because the staff they bring it out of the biosafety lab, it plants, and then they release it in the area they thought it should be under the control to optimize this virus to see what exactly happened, and then they can modify it because they also want to make it like everlasting virus, stay around some environment. Somehow, their lack of knowledge of the high transmissibility of this virus, and then it's out of control. So that's why later China's action is first to cover up, and then they were thinking how to take advantage of this outbreak. And then after that, when they locked down Wuhan, they spread this virus purposely uh, using the very innocent Chinese people as a carrier and also combined maybe with other ways to make the virus go around the world. And what you say now is what, what we are experiencing is really verified what they want in the street age. Remarkably incredible what you say there, uh, Dr. Yan. I mean, that is stunning. And many of us in the business have felt that all along. So then you ask yourself with what you say there, what did China really want to accomplish? There's a lot of talk we talk about in political and media circles about world supremacy and the threats of the United States. But there was also another piece to this I'd like to talk to you about, and that is the factor of Donald Trump, the Donald Trump factor. We had not had a political leader in our country hold China responsible for their actions and human rights uh, fealties and other uh, deeds that they have put on to human beings and their own country. I mean, it's a complicated story, clearly. Most Americans, they don't have a window into how China treats you. They have, I always tell people, they have no respect for human life whatsoever. And I believe that to be true. I'm wondering now, you know, what did they really hope to accomplish? But I think we know what they hope to accomplish, uh, Dr. Yen. But Trump had exposed China, uh, the, the economic factor, the trade deals, uh, the pain factor and exposing them for who they were. Xi Jinping and Donald Trump had a very unusual relationship. Uh, this, was, this was a historical moment. The history books will look back 20, 50 years from now and know. My gut tells me, and I'd like you to speak about this, but that Trump was actually part of the reason, a good part of the reason why China unleashed this on the world right now. He had exposed China in a lot of ways for what they are. And then they unleashed this onto the world in a very callous uh, evil way. Do you have any sense of that or, or not? Uh, okay. So actually, I, of course, cannot describe the, all the motives from China government because always you have to ask the killer, why did he kill the people, right? We only can assume. But what I can tell you is, first, yes, as you said, CCP doesn't like Trump government. They feel Trump is the one... Uh, review the China's bad behavior and don't trust the Chinese so much, so the Chinese Communist Party so much. So China definitely doesn't like Trump administration, but also Chinese Communist Party doesn't like Biden administration too. So according to all our education from Chinese Communist Party and the way they wash bring people or they brainwash people, 
the Chinese Communist Party want to be dominant in the world and they like dictatorship. So the democratic countries like America definitely is their enemy. The thing China make Americans feel friendly is just their strategy. I mean, um, underground is China always treat American as the enemy, no matter which administration is, and they try to make mess up and to make the uh, you know divide make problems to divide the American people. So then, then later, uh, for example, this virus can be a tool to uh, further make people uh, feel doubt about the democracy in America. Then China can take advantage of that. You know, the other thing to remind everybody, uh, really and truly, Dr. Yan, is that 2020 was an election year. You know, when I say why that time, and I always wonder why the time and that they unleashed it then. You remember, I always reference Dr. Yen back in 2019, at the end of 2019 in November, the economy in America was doing tremendous. The president was doing remarkable things. The progress here in our country was, was unbelievable. And Trump had done some really amazing things. The opposing political party here in America, Dr. Yen, had tried everything to get Donald Trump out of office. They had tried to impeach him. They tried to Russia, Russia him. They tried to collude. They did everything they could to remove him from office, uh, and they could not do it successfully. And so then we look at the Marxist uh, Democrat Party, this political operative machine that is here in this country, and I'm, I'm speaking very plainly in English right now but it is a fact. And we see who they are, Dr. Yen, and we almost, many of us wonder how they have teamed up with China or not. I don't really know the answer to that, but it appears they have a lot of mutual interest at heart to turn America into a Marxist nation. And then you see Donald Trump was, was their cancer. They had to remove him from this environment. And to me, I would say to you back, quite frankly, that is the measurement, that is the point, that is the moment of friction while they unleash this onto the world. Am I right or am I wrong? Uh, actually, uh, let me explain to you from my opinion. To be honest, I'm not familiar with the politics things in America because I'm not the one who stayed here for a long time, but I can explain to you about Chinese Communist Party's perspective because China government makes this uh, bioweapon. Uh, this most probably not the only one they have in their labs. It, they uh, already clearly mentioned it in the textbook six, uh, five to six years ago as they want to use it at any time. And they want to make sure whenever they use it, they can win. And according to our knowledge, our experience with the China government, China government is always good at calculation, cunning calculation to make their benefit maximum. So if they think last year is the best time to do this and there is already the outbreak, they of course will take the advantage to further make America mess up. And uh, during that time, there are also downstream people who realize something wrong come from China and there may be someone in US like Dr. Fauci or us, uh, other some people who try to get benefits 
based on this kind of outbreak and this virus. So they will choose to collaborate with China government or work for China government then further amplify the damage of the virus. And during that time, they grab their own benefits. And so I think many things later, it's like being triggered. And then with the strong help from Chinese Communist Party and their partners, this kind of disaster becomes so terrible. Okay, so they maximize this, as you say. Does China care how many people they kill? Uh, I think not. Uh, several million, right? Uh, you, in China, you never know the real death toll because Chinese people all know the official stati uh, statistic data is never reliable. It's just the number government want you to say. Yeah. So according to this, China want to show dictatorship is much better than democratic, uh, democracy. So China try to minimum the number and to let people believe China's structure is much better yeah. than America. They don't give the real diagnosis even. So people who pass away even cannot get the diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Then China can ignore all of them. In your opinion, uh, and I understand you don't know the politics here as well, and that's fair. Uh, did they want to remove Trump? Did they want Trump to be removed from office? Uh, to be honest, China really don't like President Trump. That's why they always describe in Chinese from those propaganda paper and also using the pro-Chinese Communist Party media in English to smear Trump administration. But also China doesn't like even left side in US. So China basically want to replace all of them, but they may choose to be more friendly to the other side because they want to take the advantage of that to find uh, first uh, beat Trump administration, how to say, uh, beat them away from the uh, government. Talk to us about Anthony Fauci, please, uh, and uh, his part in all of this. And I, I've actually seen you on the record talking about his emails that were released just recently uh, and that they were very incriminating. What's, what's your feelings about Anthony Fauci's hands in all of this? Oh, I know Anthony Fauci because he is a friend, co close friend to my supervisor, Professor Manik Paris. And Manik Paris, I need to point him out again and again because he is the top coronavirus and infectious disease doctor and also expert in the world. He is the one behind most of the scientific misinformation in w from WHO, Fauci, or like Nature Lancet Journal. He worked with China military. They created the bioweapon together. Fauci, Dr. Fauci actually he is a doctor and he needs the knowledge and the information from the expert like Malik Paris. And also they share a lot of mutual benefits. Dr. Fauci from February or end of January, when I saw his appear on the TV to talk about the coronavirus, I knew he was lying. That's why I keep pointing out through the media on YouTube. And Dr. Fauci, somehow, he realized this virus, although it's not from nature, something unusual, but he definitely quickly calculated something and realized it's the best thing for him to help the 
misinformation from Chinese Communist Party and uh, to suppress the useful drugs like hydroxychloroquine, suppress the useful early treatment protocol, great doctors in US and also promote immature vaccines in all over the world. So these things are all gradually verified by, Mr., uh, by Dr. Fauci's email. And he only cares about himself and his partner's benefits. That's why from the beginning, he clearly want his friend uh, to verify whether uh, in the document, when they gave money to China, they, had, they can get a void of the uh, legal issues. When they confirm that, they become very brief to helping Chinese Communist Party and help the misinformation campaign. Yeah, and now we're seeing uh, Dr. Fauci has sort of changed his tune, if you've noticed there, Dr. Yen, in recent media appearances. He's now using hmm. the words like, maybe, maybe something happened, maybe we don't know. But you're saying that he knew all along what was happening here, that he was lying and never told the truth. Hey, I, I didn't think he knows the whole bioweapon uh, strategy because China government never trusts foreigners like him, especially in U.S. and not easily to be totally controlled. That's why Dr. Fauci still can change a little bit of his tone, but he changed it. Still, he didn't change it to the really correct direction. He still tried to help himself and to mislead the uh, public. For example, he still wanted people to think this would be a lab accident. He still wanted people to think this would be something not involved China government and Chinese military. And also, he still wanted people to believe the vaccine, even one gave children. But at the same time, when doctors proved again and again the drugs and early treatment can save the majority of the people in the world, Dr. Fauci used his power to straight suppress and punish those doctors. So uh, according to my uh, opinion, Dr. Fauci should be uh, held accountable for his misconduct and his responsibility in this case. Well, that is right there. That is the smoking gun uh, because the suppression of the early treatment medications cost, oh, by golly, uh, we don't know how many lives uh, Dr. Yen, but you know very well, I, I had the, the COVID. I took uh, HCQ, hydroxychloroquine. I took ivermectin. I took the regimen recommended by the frontline doctors and Dr. McCullough and so many around uh, the country now that have saved countless lives. So I know firsthand those drugs are very powerful. And there was a history of those drugs working, yet they suppressed all of that information back. And then you have to ask yourself, why? Why is that? All right. So the point that, uh, for real, that uh, Dr. Li Mengyen pulls up about the suppression of uh, early uh, treatment drugs is so important. I don't want to lose sight of that. Because really, that's the insult to injury here, my fellow Americans. It truly is. Uh, the fact that all of, you know, it's bad enough all this happened, but then the players start to line up. Well, now you begin to ask yourself, Fauci was in over his head, clearly. And I think, you know, Dr. Yen pointed out that, you know, he, there's, he knew some things, but not the whole thing, because the Chinese government doesn't share that with any foreigner, as she clearly stated. And I, and I understand that. I think we all understand that. Um, but it was that suppression of medications that begin to leave us in a quandary 
where we begin to think, why? Why would they be willing to kill so many lives, so many lives that are lost when early treatment would have saved all of those people? And, and that's what I really don't understand, quite frankly, is to why? I mean, it's bad enough this happened and was unleashed onto the world, but then with all the insult, and then the medical community then becomes the battleground, the epicenter, the war. It becomes a war. I mean, the medical community became a war at that point. And you begin, you begin to question further then, what are they really up to? What did they know? And I think, you know, for me anyways, I then have more questions than I have answers. So what we're gonna do is pause here now uh, to get into our second hour. And I've asked Dr. Li Meng Yen to join us on the other side here to talk about exactly this early treatment program here. Uh, I think it's important we, we uh, discuss that further. Uh, you're listening to The Voice of a Nation. Heart and soul of a nation beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor, 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 honor. our soul. soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Welcome back to the Voice of a Nation here. It is Malcolm Out Loud, and we're speaking with Dr. Lee Meng Yen, and we are uh, tearing this apart, uh, I believe, uh, in, in regards to this, uh, uh, this epidemic, pandemic, uh, virus extraordinaire, uh, biggest of any lifetime, actually. Uh, and I ask a lot of questions there at the end of the first hour, and I've asked Dr. Li Meng Yen to join us back here. Now, to remind all of you that are just tuning in, she is the Chinese virologist and whistleblower from Hong Kong, uh, left her family, friends, uh, her associates back there, uh, really to become a beacon of hope and a beacon of liberty uh, for our uh, world, actually, I would say to you, for our world. And... Uh, and we're, we're pleased to have her here on America Out Loud Talk Radio on the Voice of a Nation. Uh, Dr. Yen, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Dr. Yen, I, I want to talk about the early treatment that you discuss. All of this had happened, and you pointed out the HCQ, and we knew it was being effective. They had spoke out about it. We've seen a lot of people were... Uh, uh, were being treated in a very hostile manner. They were being thrown off social media. They were being censored and canceled. Uh, you were canceled, I believe, as well. But I, I, I think when we look at the big picture of this, and you talk about the Fauci and Fauci's of the world, and our media as well, uh, Dr. Yan, our media is complicit in all of this. Our our media got behind all of this and refuse to accept the truth and deliver the truth to the American people uh, to save lives. And we don't know how many lives were lost with the fact that they were, uh, you know, holding back early treatment from people and people were dying in hospitals and at home and some on respirators and otherwise. How much of a factor was this and why were they holding early treatment back from so many, please? Oh, actually, this is quite 
big thing we should talk about. And uh, let me briefly tell you, hydroxychloroquine or like ivermectin or other drugs, they do uh, can uh, do help people uh, from like early stage of the disease and even as a prophylaxis. But these drugs are suppressed and even not allow the doctors to do the trials using these drugs is because they are so cheap. So clearly, the pharmacist benefit, Dr. Fauci, these people's benefits is quite important for them in this pandemic. I also cannot understand this because this involves too much greedy and the full, uh, you know, the stupid things inside. I cannot understand why these people treat our whole world in such hilarious ways. But what I can tell you is, on the 29th, January last year, uh, John Moore, a couple from Singapore, and I and Mr. Luder can be useful in the treatment through the media. And immediately, China government uh, gives a response. So with the China military files a patent to uh, claim that hydroxychloroquine and related drugs can be used in a new purpose as treating COVID-19. See, that's how Chinese response. And then China government also applies these drugs in the early treatment. Yes, we have early treatment in China. Although China government is irresponsible, but even in China, early treatment is allowed. And the hydroxychloroquine is over-the-counter drug in China. And we do have the feedback that many, many people get help from these drugs. And also, Dr. Fauci and other scientists, they should know, based on the experience from SARS-1 over 10 years ago, there are enough evidence to show that hydroxychloroquine can be used as a safe drug in treating coronavirus, stuff like coronavirus. And this drug has many mechanisms to deal with the drug, like stop the uh, virus go into your cell and stop the drugs, uh, do more damage in your cells and even prevent your blood clot uh, induced by the uh, virus. But they don't allow you to use it. Instead, they recommend the vaccine, the vaccine lack of the experiment data, lack of the safety proof, and also most importantly, they know the nature of the SARS-like virus is a lot of, uh, it, it has a lot of obstacles to develop the real efficient vaccine against such SARS-CoV-2 virus. We have been reporting a great deal about the vaccine. Uh, there's a lot of deaths that have happened from the vaccine. There are a lot of unreported deaths regarding the vaccine. They've also, in the trials, did not use the vaccine on children or pregnant women, yet the CDC has come out and told them all to take it. Uh, now there's been uh, uh, heart problems in young people. There have been a lot of other challenges from the vaccine. I want to ask you right out, do you recommend the vaccine yourself and would you take it or have you taken it? Uh, my opinion is very clear from the beginning, from last January, that uh, I'm not an anti-vaccine uh, person. I, I work on vaccine development for over five years with the best expert in the world, okay. but I don't support 
the COVID-19 vaccine at this moment. I mean, you can take time to develop it, modify it, to optimize it. But in such situation like now, compulsory vaccine and vaccine to different age population, different uh, group of population, and even it's definitely hilarious and wrong because first, the vaccine itself can never overcome the untraditional bioweapons from China. And also the vaccine itself cannot overcome the virus mutations all over the world during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And the third thing is the vaccine itself, they, because of lack of knowledge of the SARS-CoV-2, they even don't know how many functions gained in the virus from China military. How could you develop the real vaccine and from the S protein we get from the vaccine? Actually, there are also a lot of harm functions which is potentially damaged people and gradually verified by the data. It's really a big concern. And I don't have this vaccine. I won't accept this vaccine for me at this moment. There are many people who believe this vaccine is to indeed depopulate the world. What do you say to that? I won't uh, claim it's depopulation or something because this may be some uh, specific concept, uh, concept which I don't have time to really understand it. But what I want to tell people is this SARS-CoV-2 virus is from China military's uh, non-traditional bioweapon project. So you should not expect it can help people to survive in the pandemic. And also, this pandemic cannot be controlled only by using vaccine, especially when you feel like China government fear, right? And in this case, you should understand again and again attacks from this virus, reinfection or revaccination, or all these things will further make our immunity and our health conditions get uh, harmed and get weakened. Yes, even repeatedly vaccine, the immature, uh, immature vaccines will uh, damage your body because your immunity should be kept in a good level, but not over immune response or yeah. not the very low immune response, right? So this kind of virus and this kind of not safe vaccine again and again attack the population and finally definitely more and more people will get hurt even lose their lives in the pandemic. Mm, wow. Wow. That is um, incredible what you say there, Dr. Yan. And uh, I suspect there's uh, uh, much uh, truth to all of that. Uh, we don't really know. There's so much we don't know about this vaccine yet. Uh, like you say, never in the history of vaccines has a vaccine been rushed to market like this one. Uh, th this was, yes. yeah, this has never happened. And without proper trials out to the masses like this, it has never happened in the history of vaccines. And, you know, when you start talking about it, like as a professional, as many professionals, they almost always have to say what you said, which is, I'm not anti-vax. Everybody has to say that as a professional because you've been either put in one box or the other, right? You're either anti-vax or you're vax. And then they'll just call you out and say, well, she's just anti-vax, which you say, well, no, I'm not. And a lot of people would follow what you say there and agree with you that it's just the conditions of this were not ready for the vaccine. 
but yet they pushed that out there. They held early treatment back, killed, I don't know how many millions of people, and still we don't know why. There's no answer to that, is there? Yes, yeah, so the CAs, I mean, there can be vaccine in the market. And it's like when, you, uh, when you're sick, you go to see the doctor, doctor can tell you, okay, there are several ways for your treatment. The first way will be safe, and then the second way will be more advanced, and there is a risk, and the third way, blah, blah. So you can choose which way you want, but suppress the early treatment and suppress the drug prophylaxis and just recommend the vaccine at this moment. It's really unfair for all of us. People deserve the choice. People shouldn't understand what they are having now, and they, uh, they can make their decisions. That is, I love what you say there, Dr. Yen. I love what you say there. The choice and the freedom to make the decision not to be coerced, uh, which a lot of employers are, a lot of schools are, a lot of others are playing all of these games with people and making them very, very uncomfortable. And yet you say it so well, what you just say there. And finally, I want to ask you at the conclusion of this now, uh, Dr. Yen, is this. What should we be worried about in the future, knowing China, knowing their history, knowing the uh, position they have with bioweapons? You know, this was a virus pandemic, uh, SARS-CoV-2, that took down the world. There's still a lot of questions. There will be a lot of questions moving forward. We may never know some things. We know a lot more today because of you, for sure. But here, here's what I ask you. How much danger is the world in uh, with these uh, careless attempts and what China is doing, the evil that they have put out onto the world? What kind of danger are we on in? And, and what else lies in these laboratories they have in China, please? Okay, you have asked a very good question. Actually, we see now the world is messed up, but that is based on, uh, I mean, right back to the root of all these things. It is because China government try to make such big problem and then destroy your society, destroy your democracy, destroy your belief, and then later they can take advantage. They know when they trigger the things out by using the unrestricted bioweapon like COVID-19, they can later get what they want because later uh, the downstream things involve people's greedy involve the people's misinformation from different campaigns trying to get advantage from the pandemic and also involve many other factors. Try to, you know, reconstruct all these things takes time, but we don't have much time left. This virus, only the SARS-CoV-2 is already highly transmissible and only after one year we see our world become totally uh, destroyed, and we cannot give China government more time to make them finish their goals. So the first thing, if you want your life go back to normal, you have to push your government, push the policymaker, push the legislation to hold China Communist Party accountable, not only by asking them to pay the money, but also just stop this kind of behavior from the root not allow China military to conduct those labs. There are numerous labs under their controls or infiltrated by them, influenced by them. And not allow this kind of evil ideology exist in the world or 
harm people, you have to control it from the root. Then you can try to reorganize the things in your country. And then gradually, we have the hope to go back to the normal life as before. Dr. Li Mengyan, uh, you are uh, just an incredible person. Uh, I am so appreciative of you as a person. Uh, appreciate your uh, your candor, but your your heart and your soul and your kindness uh, to humanity. Uh, you have really done some incredible work around the world here, and I, for one, am your biggest fan here. Thank you very much, and I really want to help more and more people understand what happened. It's like I published the three reports without peer review just because I know how corrupted this scientific world is, and I know we don't have much time. Uh, if we can let more people realize what happened, then we have one more hope to you know, suppress China government's evil uh, idea and stop their damage to the world. So the, the, the most important thing is people should understand not only one lab in China can do this, not only an accident from a lab made this, China government, Chinese Communist Party using the China military and based on communism ideology to cause this historic pandemic. They are evil. Don't be fooled by them. Don't let them go. Let's work together to beat them. Well, I agree with you there, Dr. Li Mengyan. And if you will send me any links of information that you think listeners and people around the country should read, we will put them in the post when this goes to podcast, okay? Oh, that's great. I had a Twitter account over 100K uh, followers, the only one real one, because there are hundreds of fake ones made by China government to confuse people. And uh, people can follow me to see the update. I also will send you the links of three Yen reports. Yep. People can check them. There are over 1 million people, 2 million people read it already. We will put all the links and give special attention uh, for this, all, I, I assure you, at America Out Loud. Uh, Dr. Yen, stay right there just a moment as I uh, uh, pause with listeners here. I want to talk to you in just a moment here. Uh, my fellow Americans, we're speaking with Dr. Li Meng Yen, and uh, you hear the truth of a lifetime here, I believe, and uh, stunning uh, uh, claims here and uh, clarifications of... Uh, of a biological weapon unleashed onto the world and her warning of what happens next uh, and uh, the price that it needs to be paid should not be missed on anyone. Uh, I have felt this for some time and believe me, I take it very seriously and it is an absolute privilege of mine to have her on the program here and to bring her to the, to the public here uh, in the way that we can. Um, you know, we had no uh, prerequisite for questions. She didn't tell me anything that we couldn't ask. And I always respect that of somebody like this who is honest uh, to the T and was willing and able to answer everything uh, that I, uh, I asked her. So uh, we're going to take a pause here. Got much more in just a moment here on The Voice of the Nation. The silent majority has spoken. We say, let the silent voices be heard. You can be the voice of change. Contact our producer at Liberty at America Out Liberty at America Out 
In 2008, the amount of concentrated time people could spend on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds, one second less than a goldfish. If you find yourself always distracted or having trouble recalling information, you're likely to fall behind in the demanding, fast-paced 21st century. In other words, brain performance is more critical now than ever. Boost your brain power with Healthy Cells Focus Plus Recall. Science-backed nootropics to sharpen focus, concentrate longer, enhance recall, improve mental speed, learn rapidly, and be more alert. It's a pill-free brain supplement made with maximum absorption technology, designed to feed our brains at the cellular level. Take it for a test drive. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of Focus Plus Recall. That's HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Hello, this is Lieutenant Randy Sutton, the host of Blue Lives Radio, the voice of American law enforcement. I am a 34-year police veteran. I am also the founder and CEO of an organization that stands behind injured and disabled law enforcement officers. It is called The Wounded Blue. Our website is thewoundedblue.org. We have produced a film. It is an important film. I urge you to watch it. The film details what happens when a police officer or law enforcement officer is shot or stabbed or beaten or disabled, seriously injured in the line of duty. Most people think they are taken care of medically and financially. The reality may be quite different. It is called The Wounded Blue, Service, Sacrifice, Betrayed. The film is available on Amazon, iTunes, and the Microsoft Store. The America Out Loud family is comprised of patriots in the true sense of the word. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty and the Constitution to help save America for future generations to come. AmericaOutloud.com It's a fight for the soul of humanity. In 2008, the amount of concentrated time people could spend on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds, one second less than a goldfish. If you find yourself always distracted or having trouble recalling information, you're likely to fall behind in the demanding, fast-paced 21st century. In other words, brain performance is more critical now than ever. Boost your brain power with Healthy Cells Focus Plus Recall. Science-backed nootropics to sharpen focus, concentrate longer, enhance recall, improve mental speed, learn rapidly, and be more alert. It's a pill-free brain supplement made with maximum absorption technology, designed to feed our brains at the cellular level. Take it for a test drive. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of Focus Plus Recall. That's HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Wow, wow, wow. It is always three wows when uh, I've been blown away. It happens, doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. And when I give you three wows, 
It is all of that, my fellow Americans. Uh, Dr. Lee Mengyan, uh, what a uh, what an incredible human being. Number one, uh, I'd also like to follow that up and say, what a what an angel, an angel from heaven. What a patriot in many ways, you know, patriot to the world, sure, and patriot to the United States. You know, when she came here, uh, she could have, you know, think about it. What did she choose? She chose to come to the United States. She didn't choose to go to the UK or some other part of Europe or Greece or somewhere else. She came right here. And that tells you something as well, doesn't it now? You know, I asked her some difficult questions. I wasn't sure if she would answer them, let alone how she would answer them. But I was hopeful that she would. And if not, at least she would admit that and tell us she couldn't. But, you know, when you come out like she has for the truth, as she has, then, you know, she's beyond the point of worrying about anything. She's put her life at risk uh, from the moment she made this decision. It's not a new decision today. And so I guess when you're at that point of life, then, you know, there, what, what question is too much? I, you know what I'm asking here, what I'm saying? It, you know, what is too much? Probably nothing at that point when you're at this point. And a couple of times when I asked her a couple of those big questions, I wasn't sure if she would, because they were definitely, you know, challenging questions for any human being to answer. You know, the other thing not to lose sight of is this. What I also find remarkably is the hurt and the pain she must have in her soul. I just want to talk about that a moment here. You know, here's a, here's a young woman who was born in China. She's a Chinese. Um, I mean, she herself, she's her origins, her birth. And I could imagine the pain in her, knowing everything she knows about the mother country knowing uh, how her fellow man betrayed the truth is the better way to say that. But in all respects, I would say to you on the other side of that, many of these people were in fear of their lives. I get that. Would you be willing to sacrifice your life is the question you want to ask, right? Would you be willing to do that? Well, a lot of those other people, her associates and family, her own husband, we're not willing to do that. Uh, and that's an arguable point. I'm not going to sit here and damn them. That's an arguable point. Knowing that the Chinese government would come down, uh, the iron fist, they have a history. They already do that. That's, that's not a secret. Our government knows their human rights record is the worst in the world. As I say all the time to you, they, there is no value in human life there. As in many cases, there are other places around the world that fit that uh, category as well. But let's put it this way. China is at the head of the class. Yeah, they, there's no value, the sanctity of human life, clearly. And so the people are, uh, they're, they're, they're disposable to them. It, it, they, they don't, that's why uh, when the whole virus happened initially, they were willing to roll the die. It wasn't a problem for them. And they did, to the demise of many. And to the world, they use it, as she clearly said, to uh, take advantage of a situation, politically speaking, for their uh, goal to be the dominant leader in the world. They've already made that clear. It's not a secret. And we didn't learn that today for the first time from Dr. Li Mengyan. That's not the first time we learned that. That the CCP has come right out and documented that. Our government knows what they're all about. 
And then you have to ask yourself, how do you ever have a relationship with a monster? Now, I think they probably could be qualified now as a monster. I mean, this is evil as evil is. Evil said as evil does is as evil here on earth. I mean, the epicenter of that evil has to be Beijing. I don't say that lightly or to be, uh, you know, smart. But it is a fact. I mean, you take a look at the track record here and where we're at and the unleashing of this virus for total nefarious purposes, but for purposes of their own doings and makings and, and something that was uh, uh, vitally important to them, their ultimate goal to rule the world. And who was in the way? Well, the United States was in the way. And who was the leader in the way? Well, as I pointed out to her, Donald Trump was in the way. I didn't mix my words there, did I? I have believed for some time the reason they unleashed that virus on the world in 2020 was because it was an election year in America. They also knew that Trump was uh, was hard hidden and they had just suffered all of the very hard trade negotiations and the economic demise and collapse. I mean, they had been taking advantage of our political leaders here in our country for some time. And I, and I asked Dr. Yen that, but again, she, like, she was very clear and honest and open. I said, well, I, I don't know your whole political environment there, Malcolm. And, and that's fair. I understand that. When I called out the Marxist left, and, and I say that again, because that machine has aligned themselves very closely to the goal of what China is and where they're at. Now, I don't say that casually either, either. and it's not, a, it's not a really pleasant thing to say or to admit to you that we have people here that... Uh, have taken the path that they've taken, or that are willing to put our country under the position that they're willing to put us under for whatever reason. I don't care what the reason is. I mean, she pointed out Anthony Fauci. She called him right out. I mean, she called him a straight out liar and went further than that, right? You know, and you, there are a lot of people that would line up. It's not just him, but you take a And then, you know, I, I go further with this in my mind. What about the media? How do these people, you know, I mean, listen, I, you know, you take a look at our media sources now and, you know, you got to begin to question yourself, you know, what's the intelligence level of these people? If I can figure it out, if you can figure it out and the next guy and gal can figure it out, well, can't the hell they figure it out? Well, sure they can. And if they can figure it out, then what are they really up to? I mean, just the point of suppressing the early treatment and killing, I don't know how many millions of people died. Do you? But, or looking at this rush to judgment with a vaccine and throwing out there on the public consumption when it wasn't ready. And she spoke honestly about that as well. You know, how does all that fit into this, right? And so when you look at all of this, you see, and you, you start to size it up and, you know, evil is as evil says, as evil does. And where do you draw the line? I, it's, it is a quandary. I don't think any of us really have the answer. It's a quandary. But I, I, I stop a minute and really think this through and think that something is going on in our world. And we're living at it right now. I mean, if this is, I don't know what this is. I, I, I don't know. Is this, is this where we now are coming to our, uh, our, our end of times? Is this it? Is this our revelations? 
I, I, don't, I, I don't know the answer to that, but I put that out there. It seems we're unraveling quickly, fast. The world I'm speaking of now, it's like a ball of yarn. And the ball of yarn and, and are we all good with ourselves? Are we all good and happy with our own heart and our souls and our lives and our maker? Are we all happy with ourselves? Have we done a good job? Where are we at? You know, I, these are the things I think of. I'm just keeping it real, people. Just putting it out there. That's it. I have a lot of questions. I don't know that we'll ever have all the answers. I really don't know. And especially since nobody's admitting anything still. I mean, they all still run around, including the media. And that, that's what really drives me as our fourth estate. I mean, this stuff knocks me over on my ass, quite frankly. I'm talking about this media, the, the, the oligarchs and the media and the social media and the media. And the, I still can't get my arms around that, where these people come from, what part of hell uh, have they immersed themselves from? I, I don't really understand, but surely it's hell, right? I mean, again, it's either that or they're completely intellectually stupid. I mean, I, I, I can't believe that's the case. And if it's not the case, then what is the case? What are they really up to, you see? I, and it's, 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 it's a loaded, loaded thought. It's a loaded question for sure. What are they really up to? Well, I, the only conclusion I can come up with is that evil has been unleashed upon the world in a way that we've never seen it before. Hell on earth has been unleashed upon the world in a way that we've never seen it before. And many of these people are part of that product. I, I just don't know any other way to look at it. It leaves me uncomfortable, but it, 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 is a, it is a reality of the moment we find ourselves in. I, I didn't create the reality, but it is a reality that I believe is right here. And, and it doesn't matter one's opinion. Just the facts of what we've shared with you today tell you a story, a big story. Now, I want to continue on the conversation now as we question back here, and I want to bring on um, somebody who's followed this uh, program uh, of China and what they've been up to from the very beginning. Um, she has, um, well, she, in many ways, she blew the whistle as well from the outside, not the inside, because she wasn't in the lab. But she started to get these reports in back in the early, early times of many of the timeline we talked about with Dr. Li Ming Yang that uh, we were discussing back in December, January, February, March. And we talked about it on air and we talked about it in written form. And we questioned a lot of this and we knew it was a biological weapon back then because the evidence was overwhelming. This wasn't from the seafood market, a bat in a soup. And I was getting information in here fast and furious and trying to get it out to the public. And, and yet we had the selection coming down the pike and we had uh, all of these other factors happening with Trump and the Capitol six riots. And then I started to try to connect the dots, which I've shared with many of you since then in many programs and productions we've had here on America Out Loud. Let me bring on now Ilana Friedman uh, to you who's followed this story very, very closely. Uh, and uh, Ilana's investigative reporter, uh, she's 
works hard behind the scenes on a lot of these things. Uh, she was uh, she actually spent a good part of her life in Israel, was trained in Israel, actually, and uh, follows these kinds of events very closely, very carefully. And Ilana and I talked uh, on air, and she wrote many times about these stories back in early dates that Dr. Li Ming Yang was talking about here. Ilana, I really didn't know what to anticipate with Dr. Li Ming Yang. I wasn't sure how forthcoming. I was hopeful that she'd be uh, very forthcoming, but I really wasn't positive. I mean, some of these questions any other human being probably would have passed on or said, well, I really can't answer that. But I thought, hell, it'd be worth a try to see if she would really open up her soul and be honest with the world in a way that hasn't really been done before. But it, it leaves a major quandary of questions that I just expressed to folks about the evil of what has beset us right now on this planet and where we find ourselves. As we talked about her, we talked about her with the lab, we talked about the CCP, we talked about evil. She called them out. She called them all out. Anthony Fauci, the evil, who? The World Health Organization, the early treatment, the, what was held back there, the pushing of the vaccine onto the world. I mean, she nailed it all. One, two, three, four, five. I didn't, you know, we didn't talk about any of this in advance, so it was all spontaneous. And I think every listener could know that. What was the biggest takeaway that you got from, what was the big aha moment, I guess, that your jaw would have just dropped on the floor, Ilana? Having followed this as closely as you have, what was it? Well, I think the, the biggest takeaway for me was her naked honesty. Hmm. I, I didn't expect that she would be so open about so much. And she confirmed a great deal of what you and I have been talking about for months and months. In fact, we first started talking about this in the beginning of January, 2020, 20, I'm sorry. 2020, the beginning of January 2020. That was when I got my first um, videos and my first intelligence um, uh, about what was going on in China. And it was horrifying because this, this virus was spreading so rapidly and so violently and so deadly in Wuhan uh, long before anybody here was even talking about it. And what she, what she told us in your interview was that all of the things that we had been reporting, all of the things that we had been hearing as possible, she verified and that, and she does it at her own risk. She is a very brave woman. I call her a hero as well. She is someone who I have enormous respect for and you know, hats off because she is in danger every day. And she nevertheless will not hesitate to speak out and say what is true and what needs to be said. Someone said to me the other day that what is going on in China, that Xi Jinping is Hitler on steroids. He doesn't care how many people are killed by his adventures. He wants to rule the world that's his he says he it's a heavenly uh, uh it's it's a heavenly um uh mission for him mm -hmm. to rule the world to be leader of the world and he doesn't care how many people uh who die as a result in fact we were taught you in fact you were talking before about 
uh, how many people died as a result of the, the pandemic in China. And the, the Chinese numbers are ridiculous. We suspect, and the intelligence community has done some calculating, mm -hmm. we suspect the number is more like 50 million. Wow. That mm -hmm. is, it's a guess, but it's based on information that we have about how many cell phones went online because you know in china everybody has to have a cell phone right. so it, it, that's that's one of the calculations and 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 there are others how many people how many uh people uh how many ash ash ashes how many ashes came out of the furnaces of the crematoria in wuhan and we know that they were ordered in 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 truckloads of 5,000 urns at a time. Mm -hmm. um, and the, at the furnaces in 78 furnaces in Wuhan, we're going 24 seven uh, and not stopping. And people were dropping from fatigue and hunger because they could, they simply didn't have time to eat. They were working so hard to get these, these bodies burned. Uh, we, we don't have a concept yeah. of that yeah. kind of pressure and that kind mm -hmm. of, of absolute power that the government had to make that happen. Yeah, and you and I, uh, it's a great reminder to listeners right there because you and I talked a, a lot about the, the point you just make about the cell phones, the point that you make about the crematoriums. Uh, all of this was a lot of uh, evidence we had talked about. You're exactly right. Back at the very, very early starts of 2020, when this thing, when really there were still a lot of unknowns and this was even before uh, Trump had made the uh, calculus to lock down our country uh, in March when that calculus was made. Uh, we already had a lot of damning information and knew that we were on a, a very bad trajectory here. And it was still early on. The HCQ problem hadn't really happened yet. It was in its infancy. The early treatment, we were still just discovering. And it was a very uncomfortable time. And a lot of people were naked, uh, really, really naked. Uh, without having proper information and intelligence here at all, uh, I mean, my assessment. Uh, Ilana, you make an interesting point about talking about Xi Jinping and referencing him as a modern day Hitler, but potentially worse. And I, I want to circle back to that a moment because my mind exploded when you said that. And I'm thinking this, and I'm thinking, uh, for me anyways, and as listeners, and we take a look at the world, and, and I'm listening in my ear right now, to the rallying call that Dr. Lingming Yen put out there about what we have to do and holding the CCP and the evils of China accountable. I mean, she made that very clear in her closing statements of what needs to happen. Here's what I'm wondering. And you see what had happened uh, with Germany and the Jews and the, how he had really, the oh my golly, the people he had killed. Uh, on the evil that was bestowed on the world. And the world looked the other way. The world, a lot of that could have been avoided. Yeah, there are several things that are different and, and the differences are very compelling. Um, Germany was very strong for, and Hitler and his, his war machine was very, very strong internally. Um, and we and and we the the west the free world were able to defeat him by joining our forces together that's not going to happen with china i mean we can see there's there's so much bickering and so much and so many 
um, latent interests, you know, vested interests on the part of our politicians who make the decisions uh, in China. So particularly, let's, I mean, you can start in the White House. Um, China made the Biden family rich. So wealthy beyond, probably beyond their wildest dreams. So that's not gonna happen. What, what is more likely to happen is that China is going to destroy itself from the inside. And the, this is something that, one of the things, for example, that we have been able to notice is that there is a leakage from China of high level people coming to this country and telling the secrets which China is trying as, as hard as it can, the government is trying as hard as it can to, to keep secret. There is a new rumor running around this week about uh, what is going to probably turn out to be the highest ranking official to ever defect from China, a man by the name, name of Dong Jingwei. And his, he defected, he went through uh, the United Kingdom from Hong Kong and then came to uh, the United States. I think uh, that he is, and, and I think that he is representative of, of people who do not share um, uh, she's evil, who really believe that there is a right way to live and it doesn't affect, it doesn't, it doesn't affect people negatively. It doesn't require that other people suffer. Um, and so just like, um, uh, just like your interview with uh, Dr. Yan, um, this man, he was responsible for counterintelligence activities in China and he was the vice minister. Now he's in the United States and he's talking and he is talking to the people uh, who, as a matter of fact, it's, it's important because he was going to defect to the United States. He wanted to, but he didn't trust the CIA or the FBI. And so he had to wait until he found the military intelligence agency that he could trust. And so he is now talking to them, the US Defense Intelligence Agency. I'm sorry, I got the, the, the name, the official name is the DIA, the Department Defense Intelligence Agency. And he's talking to them without the prior knowledge of either the FBI or the CIA. And also that um, there is a threat of a highest level coup, an historic coup against the Xi regime. Mm. So there is a, th and there's a third thing. Just look at what's going on now, the crises that China is facing. The Three Gorges, Three Gorges Dam, which is the longest hydroelectric dam in the world, is failing. And China is experiencing torrential rains that they expect to last all summer. The pressure behind the dam is enormous and it is likely, uh, we thought it might happen last summer, though it's even more likely to happen this summer. And if it fails, 40 million people will be at risk. Mm, yeah. All the way down the river. The we, second thing is the Taishan nuclear power plant in Kwangdong province, Kwangdong province near Hong Kong, um, had a uh, disastrous um, mishap last week. Five fuel rods broke. Nucle these are nuclear fuel rods. Um, Chinese claim they're being repaired. 
And they say there is no radioactive escape, but we know they lie. So we don't know what the outcome of that is. Hmm. The 2020 run rains. Here's another one are creating devastating floods and the water levels on the Yangtze and its tributaries are expect to rise further over the week. Well, that affects the dam, but more than that, major floods throughout the country are expected to continue from June to August. 71 rivers in China have already passed flood stage and the rainy season is only beginning. And the fourth thing is that the consequences of the flood will be massive famine as the flood waters cover all the fields that feed the Chinese people and so on. I mean, this is, this, and the pandemic is still spreading in China. It goes on and on, they don't care. But I think what's happening now is that the Chinese government is in crisis because of all these other crises that are going on internally. And that's why I said at the beginning that I think if China fails, it will be because it fails from inside, not from outside. Well, with these recent uh, uh, defectors now, uh, Dr. Li Meng Yang, who we talked to now, and then uh, the one you just spoke about, uh, Dong Jingwei, uh, it's like you say, it's clear to say there could very well be more of these happening in the future now, which also is probably a warning that China is probably going to crack down even more and not allow people to escape their their uh, uh, their iron fists there uh, and uh, even become more enclosed uh, potentially with their people. I think back when you talked about Dong Xingwei uh, coming here, the highest ranking official to, to uh, defect from China in history here. And we talk about him and the findings of what he's discussing right now. And of course, I just want to point out to folks, if you can imagine this people, he had no comfort or confidence in the CIA, FBI, or DOJ, in other words. Can you imagine that? Do you have any either out there either? I don't think so, I don't. And so he didn't go to those people. And uh, but that just tells you, I think anybody that's paying attention realizes that our Justice Department is compromised and people know that all around the world as well as this guy did. Uh, The thing is, you you know, you hear Dr. Li Ming Yen today and all of this. And, you know, uh, the thing not to lose sight of is, Ilana, is this. You ask yourself, well, okay, so we just heard some startling information from her. She didn't hold back. Sure, she confirmed some things, but she also opened up eyebrows with sharing those things we didn't know and inside baseball that there's no way one would know unless they were there. And of course, she was there. I mean, her husband is part of the lab, her family's part of the lab. The lab was her life. And she knew immediately. And I asked her, what was that feeling like when you discovered it? And when your mouth dropped your jaw on the ground, he said, wow, she knew right then. She expressed to me, she knew right then we were in a heap of trouble and she knew China was was uh, was out of control. She knew the monster, the dragon was unleashed. I mean, she knew it right that moment. With all that said, I think as a point of reference here, Alana, it's this. Um, what comes to my mind is this, our own government. Well, our government knows all of this, as you know already. They're already talking, as you say, to, to Deng Jingwei and our military. They also stopped her at the airport in L.A., uh, Dr. Li Mengyang, and uh, Captain Kev grabbed her phone, made a copy of the whole thing, and traced everything down to the T that they possibly could. And she cooperated with them, clearly, felt they were the friend, not the enemy. Problem is, we don't really know what our Justice Department is anymore, <clears throat> whether they are friend or foe. <laughs> 
And so now I wonder with here in our country, what do you think about that with our, our country and our leaders here? They know all of this stuff. Is there anything here they don't know? Well, the question is, who knows it and what are they going to do with it? It seems as though the FBI and the CIA have um, a whole array of, of ulterior motives, uh, many of them, maybe most of them political. And that is a great worry. And, and because of that, uh, Dong Jingwei didn't trust them and maybe he was right. Um, the, the, the question really is, um, how, how do we know whom to trust? Hmm. And how wow. do we know that what happens next? Who, who comes from China next? Who is able to escape? The Chinese are getting pretty tight on, and, and it's getting harder and harder to get out of the country. But this man was able to get out. Um, hopefully others will. We'll learn more, more and more. I'm afraid we have the wrong administration in place to, to deal with this effectively, but I'm, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wary about what is going to happen next because of the administration yeah. and will she be able to take advantage of his linkage with the Biden family? Mm, that's a good question. Biden Incorporated. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, and how this will affect our national policy. that That's something that worries me a lot. Yeah, no, those are um, really good points here and questions. Yeah. Well, you asked a question before that I thought was very interesting. Why would China be willing to sacrifice so many lives in order to suppress drugs that were effective for early treatment? Mm -hmm. And well, I and and what did Dr. Fauci have to gain from the suppression of ivermectin? Well, and, and they've been suppressing it since then. Uh, they've been suppressing it. Our media has been suppressing it. They've all been suppressing it. Uh, so that that's been an ongoing battle all the way through. Uh, you do have to ask. I'm asking right now. Why is that? I mean, there, you know, some of this just still doesn't add up. I mean, like a Fauci. But then again, we don't really know. And and she didn't know either. Uh, Dr. Young didn't know how much, uh, you know, how how deep those roots go. I mean, I asked her some very pointed questions about Fauci and she didn't know quite. I mean, she knew what she knew and she expressed that to us. But there were still a lot of unknowns as to what his real intentions uh, are and what they were. I don't think she really understands either why he suppressed and still suppresses to this day early treatment. He's never spoken out. Even, you know, we've never seen him go to a microphone or a camera a conference, have a conference and say, you know what? We made a mistake here. We, we, we made it. Or maybe he doesn't want to say that. OK, say, well, listen, we just discovered, you know, maybe he can say a little white lie and say, well, we just discovered that or well, we, of course, we would know that's all BS. We know he didn't just discover. So I guess he'd have to say the other. Right. Like, well, you know, we, we made a mistake. Yes, this early treatment. And then, you know, the problem, the reason they can never say that is because the people, the family members and the others who lost all those people would say, well, they would be aghast. They would say, what? You let my mother die, or my sister, my kid die, somebody else say, you let my family, my friend die? Because why? You see, that's what would happen. So they would never be able to admit that clearly because that goes against humanity. That certainly goes against our principles here. You know, but that's the kind of stuff we're dealing with. So there's a lot of the stuff we'll never really know. I don't believe we'll ever we'll ever see the light of day. Um, 
probably what will happen is a lot of these people will be ushered out of office. The Fauci's of the world now I'm speaking about. They'll be ushered out of public service and kind of put to pasture somewhere, not in the way that China does. We won't shoot them in the head. Uh, but, uh, you know, their part of public life will be done like the Burks lady. And there's a whole host of people, even B players we never met on camera, Mike, that have put a part of this whole cylinder of apparatus of BS, you know. It's, it, it, you know, there are a lot of people behind the White House door when they did those press conferences that we never met or know that are part of this operation. But it goes deeper. The whole thing gets really ugly real fast. And it, it does make us all probably do a second gulp and say, huh, what are we living in here? You know, what, what kind of a program is this? And what kind of a life are we, uh, uh, are, are we experiencing right now? There's a lot going on. And there's something more that meets the eye with all of this. And I continue to do my best to connect the, do the, the dots here. But there, there's a lot more than meets the eye. You can't really solve this quandary in, a, in, in one discussion. But it, it leaves us with that we're very vulnerable. We're very, very vulnerable. A lot of questions to ask still. And more than that, there's a lot of price, people that need to pay a price for where we're at. And we haven't even begun to clean that part of the damage up yet or fix what needs to be fixed. So there's all of that as well. So I'll leave you with all of that. Uh, we really do applaud uh, Dr. Lee Meng Young, who is absolutely a hero and an amazing angel who delivered the truth. And she's been doing that right along historically. If you look at her uh, truth right along, she's a very honest woman and uh, doesn't really have any other skin in the game. And, and you have to respect that and appreciate that of somebody uh, like this who turns her life upside down, could have taken the easy way out, but decided not to, decided to use the knowledge and for the betterment of society, put herself at risk every moment of the day and still is at risk today. She's in undisclosed locations, has to be very careful. And she was very cautious even about coming on and what, how we recorded the program and what we used. And you can understand all of that was of great concern. So we continue on here, my fellow Americans. Um, what a program, uh, what an eye-opener for sure. Uh, thank you for being here, being part of the mission. Let's get this out there and wake people up. Uh, listen to her rallying call up front. We need to shine a light on that and have her back to see how else we can help her get the God's honest truth out there. It's time to get involved and get loud.